Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, 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 it's Patreon. Advertisement time. That's right. Your boy Matthew Donald has a Patreon at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you can find bonus content for both my podcast, The Ritwit and Paleobites. For Paleobites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Jurassic World Evolution 2, the sequel to the game that I have 3,000 hours at least on playtime on, and now, after just a couple months of this one's release, I have about a 1,000 on this one. The record held in place by the original game will be broken soon! Ah, it's great. Proved upon the original in pretty much every way. Good stuff. Link is in the description before you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support, and have a wonderful day. I have to do that differently every time. I mean, I don't have to, but I choose to. Why do I break this on myself? Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Roar. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that crashes and burns so much we're practically Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. yeah, that's pretty good. No one's made that joke before. <laughs> My name's Matthew Dahl, and each week I'm a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by, oh god, what in the world else is there to say about you? Like, how do I even begin to describe Laura Owsley? Well, I mean, One my she... Twitter bio is just, sometimes I'm funny. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I was making a Mean Girls reference, you know, <laughs> I was like, how do I even begin to describe Regina George? Oh, oh and I missed a Mean Girls reference? Yeah, that's, well, like, every line in that movie is a meme at this point. Like, oh, but it's so iconic, everything about that movie is just, yeah. I mean... One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. Awesome. Oh my god, I love your bracelet. That's what I say when I don't like people's like. Do you think the Karen meme, like the fact that we call people Karen, came from that movie? Now she's not a Karen. No. But there is that line where it's like, oh my god, Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. Oh, and so that good. kind of is that kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, like. I think it's also like kind of exemplifies how common of a name Karen was for yeah. a while. Yeah. Pity, pity the poor souls that are named Karen Rao. That like... I, I once had a full Karen on my tour who I believe was... Mm. No, she was named Natalie now that I think about it. Mm. Uh, but she was very upset. I had some seasonal allergies and she wrote that uh, the guide was visibly sick and I was like I have some seasonal allergies. Like, I sneezed a handful of times, and, like, I brought tissues with me to deal with the runny uh, nose. Typical Karen. Typical Karen. I love... So if there were... All right. 
I'm going to do this now. Yes. Uh, yes. If there were a dinosaur that were like, or a prehistoric creature, of yes. course. Yes. Uh, the like the Karens, right? Who would be like the Karens of the prehistoric world? I don't know. It's hard to tell because when I think of Karen, I think of like the haircut, like, mm. and like we don't know what a dinosaur's feathers looked like up there. You know, this is true. This is true. Is there like maybe it's Triceratops? I can see a Triceratops because they're kind of depicted as grumpy oh, okay. usually. Sure. Like Sarah. Like imagine Sarah but older, like a middle-aged Sarah. That's I a Karen. I totally see where you're yeah. going with this. Yeah. Yes. So try Karen tops. <laughs> like for Sarah, more like Kara in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a stretch, but. A bit of a stretch, but like. Yeah, there's a little bit of yoga there, Just but you like, got there. Three horns don't play with long necks. Can long I speak necks. to the manager? Right. <laughs> Like she was very much on her way, but like I feel like she gets a little bit more empathy as the movie goes on. But then, you know, as the 12 billion sequels go, she's the same character throughout all of them because they got to keep it consistent. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so it's like how every time in every episode of SpongeBob, Mr. Krabs learns that there's more to life than money. <laughs> like you're right. By Every... the start of the next episode, it's all about them bills and those greens and those. Right, and Squidward at the end mo- of every episode is like, you know what? Maybe SpongeBob isn't that bad. And then the next episode, he's like, again, all <laughs> mad at SpongeBob. Yes, like... yes, like that's the thing. Like, you never learn your lesson because right. you know consistency, status quo. <laughs> right. Admittedly. I never learned my lesson. So, like... Yeah, I'm a full-blown Mr. Krabs. I don't. I exploit all my workers. Yeah, all... Like, like see... How many of us are on this podcast? Yeah, I was gonna say, guess how much I'm paying Laura to be on this show? That's right, nothing! <laughs> like, 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 He's paying me an exposure. Uh, uh, <laughs> no! No! Yeah, I'll get canceled on Twitter! No! Uh, Matthew Donald 64. No! <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about Platy Belladon. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm very excited to talk about this. So much so that Matt sent me a picture and it's all I've been able to think about. It means flat spear tusk, by the way, is what it means. That makes entire sense for what this thing Platy is. Platy Belladon. Like platypus. Yes. Platypus means flat foot. Okay, but like that's what this thing looks like. It's like yeah. an elephant, but like picture like a platypus tail. It's like the end of the trunk. Yeah. And it like yeah. Par- opens up. Agent Agent Platy Belladon. <laughs> Agent Platy. Phineas and Ferb, like, but, like, they had a very strange pet. Like, yeah. I mean, not that they didn't already That's have true. A, strange... a blue pa- a blue platypus is Did already... Did you see the TikTok from Dan Povenmeyer, you know, one of the creators? Right. Yeah, he talked about, like, how there's a recent discovery, as of 2020, that, like, under black light, mm. under reflective light, platypus fur is indeed teal blue and he was like I freaking called it <laughs> like <laughs> I'm actually a scientist I called this when I came up with this character nearly two decades ago <laughs> that's how I feel anytime like I throw out like a crazy crackpot theory yeah. and somebody's like oh yeah and I'm like that's a thing I'm like oh my god I'm a super genius like everybody's like graced to be in my presence. I like I knew this before it was cool. You know? Yeah. Anytime on this podcast I wildly state some random idea I have and Matt has to go that's the second Jurassic Park movie, Laura. That's just like the entire plot. Like Yeah. Like yes. you should really be doing your research before these and I watch mean, these I'm, movies. I, I take this very seriously, so All Right, right. Yeah, so let's get back on track here. Yeah. Straighten my tie. Mm. Yeah. He is wearing a collared shirt today. Yeah. I am wearing a collared shirt today. I was very offended. 
Yeah, I mean, it's better than what you're wearing. I know. You're wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I know, what am I wearing underneath it? Uh, Heart boxers. Okay, well, at least there's something. <laughs> I'm trying to not do the paleo bites after dark that the rest of these recording sessions have somehow turned into. Uh, a little long, long. Okay. All right, anyways, Bloody Belvon, type is a proboscid. Mm. Uh, order of mammals that include modern elephants. Um, okay. Uh, size 6 feet slash 1.8 meters tall. Hmm. Uh, two to point five to three tons. Again, oh, that's not as tall as I thought it was going to be. I mean, it's still an elephant, but it's like a smaller elephant. Yeah, but elephants are like ten feet tall, so like. Uh. Okay, okay. I guess I'm just thinking like we've had at least a handful of creatures that are like, like three meters tall. Yeah, but which again, is still nine feet. Again, we were talking about this with the incise of a source and how white that one is. Think again how dense mammals are. Six feet tall, three tons. <laughs> that's a very good point. That's so dense. That is. Yeah. I mean, that's almost as dense as I am. <laughs> yeah, your, head. B- your BMI is 50,000. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I appear to be a fairly slender person, but actually, if you try to pick me up, You're I like a like, neutron star. I'm like a neutron star. Like One teaspoon of Laura weighs the same as 12 Mount Everest. Yeah. That's why I'm actually not allowed on certain mountain roads. So, like, you can't certain have, Certain like, mountain roads. Some right. of them can handle you. Well, some of them can't handle me, but... Okay, so I am thrilled to talk about this yes, creature. Yes, anyways, we'll get to it. So, diet herbivore. Oh, really? Yeah, well, it's still an elephant. I guess that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> also... How many carnivorous elephants do you know? Uh, several. Uh, um, oh. That's, that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> uh, this is also a little bit of a play on my mother's maiden name. kind of sounds like elephant. Yeah. And, like, that was kind of a running joke, more or less, when we were kids, because my mom has a very good memory. Oh. Like, a very good memory. Yeah, no, I get uh, And I have a very terrible memory. And yeah, so coincident- do I. Coincidentally, my middle name is Goldfish. <laughs> oh. Nah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's so funny, because I actually can't remember my middle name. That's right, I think you've told me this before. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember your middle name. That's not a dialogue. Like, obviously, I remember my middle name, but like, I can never remember how to spell it. That's a problem. <laughs> Watch this. It's just Lee. L-E-E. <laughs> it's, it's just, just Lee. It's just Laura Lee Owsley. It's just, <laughs> it's just ah. It's just ah. Laura A. Owsley. L-A-O is my initials. Uh, no, like. Laura Marie uh, Owsley. L-M-A-O. <laughs> L-M-A-O. <laughs> Let's just. What's a dinosaur? Here we go. What's a prehistoric creature? Doesn't have to be a dinosaur. Yes. What's a prehistoric creature that starts with an L and ends with an O? Oh God, there's got to be one. Uh, we'll figure this out. There's by the, the end. car that's like a Lenovo. <laughs> like, it's not a dinosaur, but it uses fossil fuels. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Actually. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, time mid Miocene, fifteen mm. to eight million years ago. Oh, okay. So er, earlier back than the than the Civitherium, but right. but still not even close to dinosaur time. Sixty five million years ago is when they died. This is a full fifty million years later. So when? Okay, okay. So like, uh, stepping a little bit more into modern era. Modern, a little bit, but still no no humans whatsoever. Not even like. The apes that became humans, or whatever you believe, religious people. Gotcha, 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 so, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Or 
Jesus in the rib and the not the Jesus, Jesus. in the rib. Jesus <laughs> went to Adam. It's a very violent story. It's a very violent <laughs> story. Went to Adam's story. Just clawed at his <laughs> chest, ripped the rib. I mean, rib out. according to biblical uh, story, like I guess he it was, was God made of a- Adam's rib. Yeah. So like, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. That cannot have been a pleasant experience. Uh, I think he was asleep. I think they'd put him in anesthesia. <laughs> so, oh. Okay. It's fair. It's fair. I suppose. Anyway, anyways. Anyway, so uh, location, Africa and Eurasia. Uh, described okay. in 1928. Pop culture appearances. Um, mm-hmm. Ice Age movies from the Meltdown onward. Um, I don't remember that. It's a background character. Like, you okay. see one, like, maybe in, like, a crowd. Okay. Like, uh, the Discovery Channel documentary Land of the Mammoth. Uh, mm. And Jurassic Park Builder, the predecessor to the mobile game Jurassic World, the game that's evil and predatory, and I play it every day. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, I, I've often said like this game, Jurassic World, the game, with all of its microtransactions and other stuff, it's just as predatory as any of the dinosaurs that's in the game. But boy, mm. howdy, I fall for it. Like <laughs> they're so addicting, and then all uh, of a sudden you're like, why did I spend? Four dollars to get like three million old coins in a game on my phone. Well, like you, you don't even well, think about well, it. What they do is they give you time limits. Like if you don't do this by this certain time, and you have to have this by this certain time. You know, yes. like, you have clocks that like like this. So it's like, oh, you can get this offer if you do this this certain time. It, it's very manipulative. It triggers those points in your brain. There's like, I just gotta do it. It's just this it. one time. This offer is only yeah. about this one time. Once I do this, it's all over. And then, and then it's all over. And I'll never be able to do it again. And yeah, it's addicting. I play it every day, anyway. So. Uh. So, uh, you ever mm. you ever uh, get a get a big thing of soup or pintos and cheese and think, golly gee, I need to eat this real fast. I don't have a big enough spoon. Oh, uh, you're right. Oh, if only my mouth was a giant scoop I could use to shovel up the stew and slurp it down in giant gulps. I mean, that's a daily problem for me, Matt. How can you help me solve this? Guess what? You can! If only what? you travel back in time and magically transform into a platybelodon. Easy wow. peasy. That's my Tuesday. Yeah. Platybelodon's an early elephant, and it really showed mm. how evolution experimented with different designs, especially in regards to those big fat tusks and trunks elephants are f- so famous for. <laughs> oh my gosh. This thing is ins- really, though, like, I know I said this about the last few creatures. If you have a minute, take the time, look this up. Well, if you're listening to this at paleobites.libson.com, there will be a picture on the side. Or a cast box. Yeah, uh, that's true. Oh, really? It's there, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. The one when it's on Apple Podcasts, it's not there. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Maybe that's why you got that one uh, negative review that one time. It's like, I can't imagine these dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Which, now that uh, my little brother has a, uh iPhone because he's a traitor. Get him to review it! I know! What if it was him? Oh, no. <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. Ah! The negative criticism is coming from inside my own From family. within the Owsley's family. <laughs> within the Owsley's. <laughs> There's just a lot of controversy. Oh, they're you know? putting the ow in Owsley. <laughs> okay, so this creature is very strange. Yes. Uh, it does, like, fill out my fantasy, though, of, like, have you ever just been, like, you're talking about the soup thing. I feel that way about, like, ice cream sometimes. I just want to scoop. I just want to, like, be able to, like, scoop it up with my face. Mmm. Like, or, like, if you see, like, a chocolate fountain. Oh, yes. Like, doesn't, like, some part of you just want to, like, be able to, like, 
open your mouth and just like let the chocolate flow. This in. could be just the the rampant toxic masculinity of mm-hmm. me talking. But every time I see a watermelon, I want to just take it, heave it as high up as I go, and just smash it. <laughs> I could see that. So we got our herbivore uh, from yes. Eurasia. Yes, yes. What was this weird trunk scoop thing used for anyway? Scientists mm-hmm. used to think it acted like a hippo and ate water reeds. Uh, huh. in the swampy areas of its savannah home. And that's the reason why I decided Laura here would like to talk about this creature with me, because you were like, let's talk about hippos. Yes. <laughs> I love hippos. Yeah, like, hip- everybody... So this is a little bit of a nod to a very popular podcast. Uh, but they have, like, a bit where she, when the host, she says, like, everybody thinks of hippos as, like, these peaceful, docile creatures. No, they are mean. They are mean. Well, they're, they're responsible for more deaths of any animal in Africa that isn't a mosquito, you know? Yeah. It, number one mosquito, number two hippo. <laughs> like, and I feel like these guys would cause a lot of deaths. This show would be better if I could ever remember the prehistoric creature's name. Yes, uh, Platybelodon. Platybelodon. Platybelodon, that's fun. Yes. Uh, I feel like Platybelodons would cause a lot of deaths, but like less in a like aggressive way, like yeah. the hippo. I feel like they would just like... Be kind of doofus. No, I get that. It can be kind of like without realizing they were doing. Yes. Yes. The last few times we've talked about like that in the in the African place. I I've mentioned mm-hmm. the the crocodile Gustave. Yes. 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 Our uh, good friend. Yes. And like I remember the first time I said it was responsible for like three or four human deaths. The next episode I brought up, I was like, okay, I actually grossly underestimated. It was like it's almost fifty. Yeah. I'm here to report that right. I, again, grossly underestimated. No. It is over 300. No. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, I, every time I look up this thing, it has killed more people. Or, like, it's like the death count for it has, like, just gone up. I don't think it's killed that more as I've gone on. It's. I think it's just, I just keep forgetting just how many people this thing that has killed. Also, a very large amount of people. I mean, the whole, like, Tylenol killer killed like why haven't they shot this thing dead yet right like how is it still allowed to like be a citizen like it's obviously not under like ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I don't know, swamp arrest or something. Right. Like, there's no repercussions for this creature's actions. Okay, let me go to Gustav's Wikipedia article here. Right. <laughs> okay, it's rumored to have killed as many as 300 people in the yeah. northern shores of Lake Taganika. That's too many. 300 is too many. I'm going to be the first one to say it. If you have killed 300 people, you have killed too many. <laughs> well, look at sex. Male. Hatched. <laughs> Instead of born, because he's a crocodile. Hatched. <laughs> he was hatched in 1955. He is 66 years old. <laughs> Good lord. And again, he's a reptile. Reptiles grow throughout their entire lives. 
They never stop growing. Oh. He is about 20 feet long. Okay, yeah, well, I'm officially terrified of Gustav. Um, Yeah, so that's fun. I always kind of picture him as, like, kind of, like, cartoony. But, like, no, this is getting to be more and more of a horror movie. Okay, here is a picture of the killer himself, Mm. Gustav. The one I've mentioned on the show several times. Oh, boy, howdy. That thing is huge. Well, no, that look at those wrinkles. Like, yeah, it's clearly an old man. <laughs> yeah, right. But, like, He's... an angry old man. Not somebody who's, like, gotten... Get out of my river! <laughs> it's, like, the guy from Up, right? But, like, at the beginning of the movie, before was... his heart softens. See, I was going, like, the, the Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino. <laughs> like... Fair. Like, Fair. just a mean, angry... Ripped mm. old man. <laughs> like, there's a book series. There's a book that I loved as a kid called The Schwa. Yeah. Um, and it features a like grumpy, crotchety old man, right? And like I always loved that character, right? Like the crotchety old man who like kind of like his heart opens up a little bit. Plus, he always had a soft spot for his seven dogs. Right. And he had seven that's, dogs. That's true. Oh God, guys. <clears throat> Breaking news, Gustav might be dead. What? <laughs> In a 2019 article about travel, kidding. writer for Travel American magazine reported learning that Gustav mm. had been killed. It has no. not said how he was killed or by whom, and no photographic evidence has ever surfaced, and we have not seen him since. He could still be out there. He could be, but I was kidding. Like, he does not, I mean... Okay, well, now I feel conflicted because I do want he's him to pay for He's killed 300 his... people. He's killed 300 <laughs> people and he should pay for his crimes, but like, I don't know. Let's not get into the death penalty. But. Especially if it's a crocodile who doesn't know better, it doesn't does abide it... to human laws. But like, there are like dogs who have bitten children, right? The like, otherwise. Oh, there's, like... There's, a, there's a huge difference between making a child bleed a little and killing 300 people. Right, but like, like we willingly kill dogs, like, who've bitten yeah, children. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, so, the, so, by that logic, we should have nuked Gustav. <laughs> like, <laughs> like... He should have been public enemy number one. And I feel like he kind of was, actually. That's a good point. If he's killed over 300 people, he counts as public enemy number one. Yeah, so... Anyways, look out for Gustav, guys. Or the ghost of Gustav. So, <laughs> so, anyways, Platy Bellodon. Our Platy Bellodon, who is not Gustav, probably did not kill 300 people. And also probably wasn't even a hippo, actually. But it turns out we hmm. actually think these weird tusks and trunk thing was used to strip bark off of trees. Oh. And it was a fully oh. terrestrial animal rather than semi-aquatic. So sorry, Laura, but this isn't as hippo-like as I promised. Uh, but I do enjoy this idea that, like... Maybe he was just, like, really into, like, maple syrup. Oh, yeah. Like, I realize he he's Canadian, not yes. Canadian, but, like, still, like, he just, like, really liked tree bark. Yeah. Uh, well, cinnamons from tree bark, you know, trees, you know. Right, right. That's true. That's yeah. true. I feel like, I feel like I would, I love the smell of tree bark. Yeah. And I feel like if it were edible for humans, like, that is something that's, like, a forbidden food. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Girls. Anyways, there are quite a few relatives of elephants back in the day. Right. <laughs> that were more hippo-like, such as Mirotherium oh. and, uh, again, save your chuckles, Arsenotherium. 
<laughs> but they don't have scoop mouths like Platy Belladon, so they're not as interesting. Arsenotherium does have two rhino-like horns. Oh, okay. But but like they're pointed outwards. So. Do we have any uh, evidence to prove that Arsotherion? Oh, uh, yes. Did I nail that? Y- yeah, Arsotherion. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, were they an arsonist? Uh, look, it's hard to say. You know. Right. You, right. Because, you know, it's so long ago. It could be anything. Right. Could like, be an arsonist. Could, could they be, start fires? Could be physician. Oh. Could be a philosopher. Right, right. Philosopher. Yeah. Could wow, that was not correct. Philosopher. That was... Here's the skull of an arsenotherium. Look at those horns. Oh, shoot. Those are... Two horns pointed outwards. That is... Okay. Not something I would enjoy... But this is also like again. I really think that our protagonist here, the bloody Belladon, thank you, would have unintentionally caused some deaths just because he's so large. But yeah, like, if you were feet, to like, yeah. scoop, uh, up, scooping up some, like he's getting tree bark, scoops up a woodpecker. Right, right. <laughs> or even like, I feel like if you were to like, like a magical ray that could turn anything evil. Okay. I feel like he would be a very good evildoer. Okay. Like a good henchman. Well, we were talking about, you know, Phineas and Ferb. If Doofenshmirtz right. pointed like this, was it the abominable innator or something? Remember okay. we did that? Or like the, uh, I guess there was a make everything evil innator and then his rival, what was his name? Oh, uh, Rodney. Rodney. Mm. <laughs> like had the make everything evil eyeser. <laughs> 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 What a what a peak of television. Game of Thrones, The Sopranos, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> All right. Right up there. Anyways, let's rate Platy Belladon 1 out of 65 million. I, okay, before you get to yours, I'm going to get to my silly rating. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to rate it one uh, ice cream scoop out of... Dang it, that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Ah. <laughs> I, I, I am quite an arse in Ethereum, aren't I? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So I would rate this uh, seven Dumbos. Seven Dumbos. Right, right. So how many pink elephants on parade is that? Oh, it's too many because, as we all know, this particular prehistoric creature did deal drugs. Oh, yeah. To children. Yeah. So pink elephants, like... like, Everyone remembers, like, the the, the terrible stuff and the terrible surreal imagery of that. Uh, People forget the lyrics. (laughs) What were the lyrics? There's one part's like here and there, pink elephants everywhere. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, so there's a couple of those movies that like I missed as a child that I tried to go back and rewatch as an adult. I didn't watch Matilda until I was like 20. Oh yeah, no, that movie's dark, man. Very dark. Oh man, that movie's dark. But also, I follow that actress on Twitter, and she's fantastic. Mara Wilson is great. We share a birthday. Oh really? That's so cool. Right? You know, Mara Wilson's like she she. You know, after, after, like, she did child acting, but now she's, like, a blogger, an author, a writer, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, she's really funny. And also, this feels super weird to say from when she's known mainly as a child actor. But trust me, look her up. She is quite attractive now. Oh, she's a very attractive like, woman. Yeah, um, like, again, she's older than us. Yes. Oh, yes. She's... Uh, Mid-30s at this point. Yeah, like, she's an elder millennial. Uh, she's on uh, Welcome to Night Vale, which is a popular yes, fictional yes. podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. And she voices one of their audiobooks. Oh, that's cool. Right? Yeah, no Mara Wilson's swell person. I'm going to write this five Mara Wilsons. <laughs> mm, I, I agree. I agree. This is a very good uh, it's a very good prehistoric creature. It's a very good actress. She would play this uh, creature in the movie. 
Yeah, yeah. They like had a voice and like a personality. I feel like like Mario Wilson could do them justice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, Mario Wilson would be this, and then the sloth would be Kristen Bell because you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, of course, right? As as she should be. Yeah, she did play a sloth in uh, Zootopia. That's right. <laughs> when she said yes, Flash. Like when it says was trying to say the joke that that one line that was Kristen Bell. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's so fun. Yeah. Because uh, she loves sloths. <laughs> she loves sloths a lot. Like 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 to a to an uncomfortable level. Like, <laughs> a little, a little. Yeah. So. Also, I write this. I don't know, fifty million. It's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Like I've also realized I write everything's always out of. It's always rounded mm. up to five. Okay, I'm gonna be weird. Forty-eight million. There we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Make it unique. Forty-eight million five hundred thousand hmm. and two. <laughs> and two. Uh, those last two points are for the uh, two buck teeth. Uh, yeah, that's right. This one also has buck teeth. <laughs> Big, See? much bigger than Incisivosaurus. <laughs> Or incisivosaurus. I don't know. Some of the ways I pronounce these, like, I don't look them up, and I'm sure people are like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that's so incorrect. But also, like, he has uh, dinosaur experts, like yeah. myself, of course, mm. on. Uh, yes, you're the, the dinosaur expert. Yes. The dinosaur The di- The only one, actually. Nobody else has ever thought to study dinosaurs before I thought. I owe so them. much to you. Yeah. Uh, your entire book series yes. is dedicated to me. Yes, it is. Uh, but, Before you even knew me. Yeah, exactly. To Laura Owsley, whoever you are. <laughs> whoever you are, somewhere in the world, there is a woman. <laughs> Better get a hold of the show and contact me at MattD at MatthewDogCreator.com for your questions to either co-host. Mm. Uh, you can find me on social media at MatthewDogCreator on Facebook, at MatthewDog64 on Instagram. Where can they follow you? They can follow me at ThespianLaura, at T-H-E-S-P-I-N-L-A-U-R-A. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I you might, have two private TikTok videos. I have two privatized TikTok videos. I've been thinking about making some more TikTok videos, but also, like, my ambitions are so much larger than my actual skills. Yes, yes. So, I, I get that, too. I also have another book called Megazoic, available print and Kindle. It has uh, a lot to do with dinosaurs. Yep, no Platybelodon. Fit later, but if I had known... No, but I didn't know. But I did know, and that's why it's not in there. <laughs> well, there will be a spinoff series filled with all of our favorites. Yeah. Uh, they form a superhero team. Yeah. Uh, and they actually just fight the evil villain who... The Beazle Bufo? The Beazle Bufo! <laughs> <laughs> Whose henchman is our... Yes. Leo Pluridon. Leo Pluridon. Wow, a little bitty frog having a giant sea monster as the henchman. <laughs> <laughs> like... I mean, that makes sense, right? Like, the mastermind is normally, like... I guess that's true. It's like, yeah. Darth Vader is, you know, kind of big, but the Death Star is huge! Right, or, <laughs> thanks so much. Yeah, Matt are... has a Patreon. Yep, uh, it's on the bottom of each episode description. should subscribe and listen to us talk about Land Before Time. And the sequels, coming up one of these days. One of these days, we're going to watch all 1,400 sequels. All right, that's it for this week. of see the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Scoop. Scoop. Loop. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.